0: Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Five Two Seven Underground Podcast, where we talk about comic books and comic book related themes, including Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, anime, webtoons, and whatever crosses our minds. We're your host Teddy and Maria and we offer two different points of views. One of an avid collector, which is me, and the other as an excited fan. Which is me. How you doing?
1: Good, good.
0: All right, so let's just get straight to it. We just came back from seeing the Eternals movies, and it'll be interesting to see or hear what our thoughts are on the movie Um, in spite of all the uh, criticisms and... uh Things that we've heard from critics and audiences alike about the Eternals movie. So, been interesting to see what our thoughts are in the movie. Particularly, um, I'm interested in hearing what your thoughts are as a casual fan, uh, for the most part. And um, Excited fan. Excited fan. Excuse me, excited fan. <laughs> someone who hasn't read the comic books if i'm not mistaken right? no i have not okay great and i also want to share my thoughts about the movie as well so let's um i'm gonna open the floor to you and because i'm really interested in, in hearing what you have to say about this movie one because of your background of like directing and so on and so forth and two as an artiste <laughs> i swear to god people
1: <laughs> gonna start asking questions in terms of what that's directing fine. means that's fine okay so um there are multiple sides that I can jump into. Okay, but we're
0: going to attack them all if we can.
1: Yeah. So how can I say this?
0: Well, before we start, just fair warning, this will not be spoiler free. We are going to reveal things about the movie. So fair warning for those that are listening. If you haven't seen the movie, um, it is up to you uh, to go ahead and do so before you listen to the podcast or listen to the podcast anyway. Um, this may actually help your uh, understanding of the movie if it's needed. So fair warning. <laughs> warning accepted Yep.
1: Um, okay so the artistic side of me Mm -hmm. can really appreciate the beautiful cinematic you know imagery that was given to us you know it was beautifully done Um, I think the director definitely had a difficult job ahead of her because and what's the director's name again? Chloe Zhao. Chloe Zhao. Um, because she's trying to tell the story from so many points of views, or from you know, there's so many characters within this, you know. And this is the first time that she's done uh, a Marvel movie. I'm not right. saying that she wasn't capable of it, because she still managed to do a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that I would have to say in terms of the negative side was that this movie does feel long okay you know um I've been to other Marvel movies that is long and it's not it doesn't doesn't feel like that but that would be like the only negative thing that I would have to say about it um so, yeah, so she's telling the story of so many different people, and then she's trying to give a background to these characters and also keep it present day. It wasn't confusing at all, you know, mm-hmm. right. and, you know, the the side of me that likes to watch, you know, the History Channel and documentaries mm-hmm. and stuff like that is, is is intrigued by the fact that she kind of used these characters or it's written in these characters that they had some kind of um, like influence. influence or impression um, on, you know, civil, civilizations before civilizations were built, mm-hmm. you know, they had some kind of influence upon, you know, great discovery. It's a great, you know, uh, you know, I can't, I can't come up with the words. I understand. <laughs> but like
0: they've influenced a lot of historical events that took place over civilization, human civilization. For exactly. Matter. Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it was cool to see when they actually, you know, give a nod to history you know and and the fact that they use these characters to kind of you know that they influence history Um, I think the message that she's trying to give or the message that was brought upon everyone uh, was that love is the main character or love is the main message in this movie Mm -hmm. everything was geared or was pushed forward for the love of humanity or for the love of each other so these Mm -hmm. are a group of eternals that are coming together or they were made to and yes they were made Mm -hmm. to move along humanity without really interfering Mm -hmm. um and what kept them going was love Mm -hmm. love for humanity and whatever choices they made was because of love you know so i i feel that that was like the main message here you know and the outcome of the movie was influenced by love so we have like ajax Mm -hmm. correct yeah some highest character um saying you know well or the other characters are responding well she loved you or he loved her or you know like all of this stuff you know sprites uh love for icarus Mm -hmm. you know and um icarus love for cersei you know stopped him from doing what he really wanted to do what he was engineered to to do Mm -hmm. you know um ajax could have easily she kind of knew what was going to happen to her and she didn't do anything to, um, oh my God, what's his name again? Help me out here. Who, who Icarus. To? Oh. Sorry, she didn't do anything to Icarus mm-hmm. when she was like, "Well, you, are you going to kill me?" Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. um Then again, I don't know if she could have defended herself from Icarus because Icarus was like the muscle right. of the group, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, I think love was the main message here, and I, and I'm not sure if people will take the time out to watch this movie with patience because this is a movie that requires you to be patient and you know see where the see where the next movie that comes out there's an eternals 2 you know how they're gonna move forward you know do you understand what i'm saying yeah so hopefully everybody else understands what i'm saying um yeah, and uh, you know, please jump in at any time because he's just being silent in the background. No, so, I,
0: I wanted to give the floor to you to hear what your thoughts don't give me were. Don't I'm to say I'll jump in when need be. I feel, but uh, it's needed. Uh, <laughs> what? Um, well, few things about that. Yes, I think one of the overall themes about the movie is love. I think this movie would have is an incredible, difficult movie to do to make, produce, what what have you. Um, because the uh, creator jack kirby king kirby uh if <clears throat> excuse me if you will, who created this these uh, characters in the seventies um really had this thing about mythology, and so his uh his creation of the eternals, I think what he wanted to do was really explore he wanted to in a way delve away from the uh what was happening at the time with the current place of the marvel universe with the spider-man and the fantastic Four and you know all those uh superheroes and kind of like wanted to create some type of mythology behind the creation of the planet the earth um this you know space and so on and so forth within that marvel universe and you know the, he, this only lasted like maybe 19 issues in the first go around when he did create um the eternals and it was a, a I don't think it was a very, very popular comic at the time um, when it was created. It was very, very deep, very... Um, uh, it, uh, excuse me. <laughs> it's so hard to It's so hard to describe, but this was a really... It was a deep series when the comic came out. A um, lot of mature themes in this comic book, as well as in the movie, too. I would say that for all the Marvel movies, this has to be among, if not the most maturest darkest but not dark in regards to violence but just in regards to some of the themes that had to be explored I mean we are talking about in a sense gods and God's responsibility on earth in a sense do they interfere with human evolution human history so on so forth what is their role how are they looked upon? Where do they influence? How do they influence? Should they even be influenced? And in doing so, you know, each one of these members, I feel, in the in the movie has to answer that question for themselves. And they all do in their own way. And so, you know, you have like this internal conflict, eternal conflict, oh my God, <laughs> you know, going on, going on among the group. And it's so hard to really have an answer. There really isn't really one simple answer to this so there are definitely darker tones darker themes in this movie i felt and i think she did a phenomenal job i really do Mm -hmm. um i'm not going to say that it's my favorite marvel movie but it is not the worst marvel movie at all
1: no 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 in no way shape or form is it is it that i think that was what some fans and i I could be Mm -hmm. wrong but some fans are gonna expect a quick wham bam thank you ma'am you know kind of movie that's just full of action and mm-hmm. just go 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 go. This yeah. is not it.
0: This will not be. Um, this I could see. We can see how this is going to fit into into the MCU further down the line. I feel this is gonna. This is actually gonna set a precedent, or not maybe not set a precedent, but this is going to definitely open up the doors to other things that will happen in the Marvel Universe mm-hmm. in the next two, three, four years or however long phase four will take, I mm-hmm. feel. Um, and it's funny because we are I think fans, because we got so spoiled with the previous Marvel movies, we have to learn again to slow down. You know? Right. Be because patient this like is an introduction sat.
1: of new characters. Right, but not only that, this is also an introduction of other possible villains that are coming in mm-hmm. that are more celestial mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. more space you know mm-hmm. and this is this is a, an attack from space right you know and the fact that most of the marvel movies are based on earth and right. the threat to earth right? but this is more a threat to the galaxy right. or the, the threat of just existence right and earth is just in the middle yeah exactly it's so, almost to the
0: point where at one point earth becomes really insignificant Mm-hmm. And when you think like that in those terms, it's like, oh my
1: gosh! We're well, like, it definitely, it definitely felt the in, in, like, insignificant, the <laughs> insignificance. Yeah, um, it was definitely felt because mm-hmm. see, here's the thing, and, I, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but the Eternals were created to pretty much, you know, farm Earth. Yes,
0: through their energies, the way the move. We're talking about the way the movie described it, right? Basically, yeah. yeah.
1: So. Um, you know the celestial uh, Arisham a, Arisham thank yeah. you Arisham sent down these eternals mm-hmm. to earth mm-hmm. to pretty much protect its livestock mm-hmm. from the wolves mm-hmm. you know which is the deviants mm-hmm. and and To make sure that the little egg that's in the center of the the earth, earth, which is another celestial, um, gets its nutrients, you know, within the womb. And when it's time for the egg to hatch, it's going to consume the energy that is necessary so it can actually create another sun or another universe somewhere. You know, so the Eternals, most of the Eternals uh, did not know what they, what their main role was. Mm-hmm. They were there to... Their goal was, okay, we have to kill all the deviants. Mm-hmm. Once we kill the deviants, I guess we could go back to Olympia. Mm-hmm. And that's not what happened. Right. Ajax knew the truth. Then Ajax ended up telling... Um, Icarus. Thank you, Icarus, the truth, and he had to deal with it for, like, what, 2,000 years? You know, or c- centuries knowing the truth, mm-hmm. which is, I think, what kind of made him in a way with within himself, himself because he's like how am I going to look at the one that I love and just tell her well yeah we're just chilling here f- making sure that the lambs are okay mm-hmm. before they come for slaughter mm-hmm. you know and that's pretty much what the roles for the Eternals were mm-hmm. you know and then the, the main question that ended up coming out was can we save humanity mm-hmm. can we save these humans these humans that we love mm-hmm. you know and they had to put their own differences aside in order for them to accomplish this goal well
0: yes well here's the thing about that it's, I think it's uh, more apt to say that several of the characters, several of the Eternals had had, this is where their internal conflict comes into place with regards to what they believe they should or should not do with, in regards to either helping humanity or not helping humanity because as we see certain Eternals decided to go on a different path and either decided to go with what the original plan was, which was Arishim's plan, right? Mm-hmm. To let the emergence
1: take place. Because they were also thinking... And the thing is that their argument made sense, it too. It yeah. The ones that decided to go with um, the Celestials' plan... Arishim mm-hmm. Arisham. Mean, Arisham I know I'm going to butcher the no, name. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. With Arishim's plan, basically their argument was, well, how are we going to you know, keep h- humans alive when this celestial that's going to be born is going to create millions of more lives or mm. billions of more lives someplace else uh-huh. we're stopping that process from happening mm. and we're stopping these people from even existing right. because we want to save a small population right so what's the what's the thing that spock says uh-oh
0: Oh my gosh we're talking about the wrath of khan right yeah uh, where he's like he the, yeah, out of the many save out of wait cheese. but i know what you mean yeah it's you know, it's the
1: expression that that is like you
0: save a many or for the wine or whatever the case we're just so butchering that quote but i know exactly what you're talking about it's in regards to really saving lives like mm-hmm. the lives of the many out oh that's it something like the lives of the many I'll outweigh the, the lives, lives of, of the, the, few one or or the, few. the one or the wine yeah yeah
1: so that's basically what their main, you know, the ones that were siding with mm-hmm. Eresham, you know, they were like, we right. can't do this. This is there's billions of lives that we're stopping from existing because right. we're trying to save you know a few million. a few million <laughs> right you know and then the other side is like well we've grown to love and care and right. take care of these these people that have no clue what's going on mm-hmm. and then the ones that actually made a connection with humankind and mm-hmm. a personal level mm-hmm. um are the ones that are feeling the biggest effects where they're right. like okay i created a family right. i create i have a loved one right. i have this you know I, I actually have a fan base you right. know like yeah. they have their own reasons
0: and for that, do you protect what you love? Do you protect who you love? You mm-hmm. have a right to protect who you love.
1: But do they have the right to make that decision? And I think that that's was the right. main question here. That's, do they have the
0: right to make that decision? That's the thing. That's a question that each and every one of these Eternals had to answer for themselves.
1: But the reason why they were so conflicted was because of love. Right. You know? So it's it's it really all came down to that and i know it may sound corny Mm -hmm. but it was just a word that kept being repeated over and over again you know Mm -hmm. and as weird as it may sound you know these synthetic beings Mm -hmm. were pushing that word so much that it's like well you know there, in a way, grew grew to have human hearts, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So it's, it was interesting. It was well, interesting. they
0: grew to have a, a humanity within themselves. I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, throughout the five thousand plus, seven thousand plus years that they existed on the on the planet, and it's it's really good. It's really interesting to see that take place to see how that you know to see how they grow within the you know the confines of humanity and so on and so forth and. I, I again, I liked the movie. I really did like the movie. The cinematography was excellent. I no complaints about that. Um, just beautifully done. She uses CGI more as a metaphor, really, in this movie to like show this artistic background, which was beautiful. Like it wasn't a means to like show like the fight, scene, like to superimpose the fight scenes, like so how other movie the mm-hmm. how other movie companies would uh, do it. Mm-hmm. In fact, I mean one way of looking or thinking about this movie is really as a drama as a than as opposed to an action movie or I mean because when we do th- think when we do think of MCU
1: movies or Marvel movies we think action I mean don't get it twisted there was there was great action there was action in the movie there right. was a lot of fight scenes in the movie there were a lot of great fight scenes you in know? the movie and it was to the point where it was it was okay there was Great fight scenes in the movie, but it was done differently. Mm-hmm. You know, it was done done in a way where even the fight scenes seem beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like you know, with with yeah. because they have to build up like a sense of energy, a celestial mm-hmm. energy, right. in order for them to push out that energy to fight the mm-hmm. deviants. Right. You know, and they're using it every single time they're charging up in a way. It's gold. There's like this golden energy that comes out of them. Right. You know. Right. Almost laced out, and. It was done in in a gorgeous way mm-hmm. you know angelina angelina jolie of course you know queen you of know what I'm saying like this yeah. woman is moving around with her with her shield and yeah. her staff and yeah. stuff like that and it's made out of like this beautiful gold lining mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um and i think that's what what was confusing for the actors as well because they're literally they don't have anything there in their hands right. when they're fighting they just have their fists right and it's being drawn on them you know, so one of the things that Angelina Jolie was having initially, they're like, oh, did you have any problems on the set or anything that was possibly confusing? And she's like, well, I'm used to holding weapons in my hand, mm. like actual right. weapons. And then this, I, I'm not holding anything. Mm. You know, I'm mm. literally imagining that I'm holding a spear and holding a shield, you know, and making it look like it's there mm. or that's coming out, you know. So, I, you know, it's, it's it was it was done beautifully.
0: I think I think so too. And trying to relate it to the comic book, I mean, there were certain things that I was happy to see that they made reference to in the comic books, like the whole unimind thing, which is a big thing that happens in the Internals. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. Um, seeing the characters, I had no problem with the diversity of the characters. I thought it worked. I thought it was really great. Seeing Macri run as fast as she as she can because she is that
1: was awesome. was not that awesome? That she was awesome. is fast.
0: She's, she's It is known in comic books that she's faster than quicksilver so that's like yeah not without doubt i mean she's probably the second fastest character in the entire marvel universe and they did
1: it differently
0: yes than
1: quicksilver yeah yeah you know and i'm not talking about i'm talking about quicksilver from from
0: mcu quicksilver mcu quicksilver yeah sure so
1: they did it differently Mm -hmm. than him Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. but with him it almost looked like photo images left behind Right, right and with her it was like the whole world was going super fast yeah. and she was just going just as fast. So it was yeah. like... But you ran with her. You ran with yeah. her. You know? And the thing is that she's running on water. Yeah. I, I mean, she, the girl's probably practically floating. Yeah. That's how fast she's running. Yeah. You know? And I think... I think
0: she made a sonic boom at one point when she was running. When she went they had to find the emergence or find... Yeah, find where way the emergence was. Mm-hmm. And when uh, Fistos, uh asked her to like search for the uh, emergence. Mm-hmm. I mean, she at it like boom
1: yeah and the thing is that i think that they had i I heard somewhere that they had mentioned that one of the reasons for her deafness was because she runs so So fast fast, right Mm -hmm. you know um so that's kind of cool that they put that in and of course the the actual actress herself is Mm -hmm. deaf, Mm -hmm. which is really cool yeah to see you know the diversity of it Mm -hmm. you know um I
0: mean, we have a deaf superhero in the mcu how cool is that that's amazing yeah
1: you know and the thing is that the superhero didn't take herself too seriously either right, right, right. like she was just cracking jokes mm-hmm. and She was like okay i'm bored i'm ready to go mm-hmm. home you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. and she was just having fun um and she she's you saw her fun side mm-hmm. and her mean side mm-hmm. which was epic as well mm-hmm. you know
0: yeah, her fight scene was really incredible. She was
1: whooping Icarus's ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whooping that ass. Yes, yeah,
0: she was. She had to. She had to mm-hmm. do what she had to do. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think it's great. I do hope, and I think they are, they, there are talks of them doing a part two, which they need to do. They have to continue the story because how it was left off. Oh, um, absolutely. We have like all those end credit scenes, which just really opens up now the mcu like. well i mm. don't
1: want to mention what's in the end credit scenes because okay. people should have the right to fit to okay. you know ex- experience that for okay, the first sure, time sure. but there are two mm. two end credit scenes right so please make sure you stay all the way till <laughs> the end to see both end credit scenes okay that's okay you know
0: but we do get to be introduced to new characters so you know, yes that we can say that was cool that yeah. was cool so got me exciting to see now part two um, looking forward to it not just that going back to how the uh, the point of the movie how it ended you know we see like these eternals um going off in different places try not to reveal the ending so much mm. but like it's going to be interesting really and the reason i say it is because they will have to come back again somehow mm-hmm. together now i don't know how that's gonna happen because they're really in like so like four out of reach places in a sense
1: well i i think what's gonna happen is that before they they actually get to um you know find each other again Mm -hmm. they're gonna bump into other characters in the mcu that could make sense i'm thinking thor Thor I'm could thinking be one Thor, of Thor, Guardians of the Galaxy. That could be Cork possibly. I'm yes, just kidding. Yes, um, why not? You know, because they mentioned Thor. They They're like, Oh, Thor, Thor used to follow me around. Yeah. You know, and yeah. stuff like that. And mm. then he's like, now nah, he won't even accept my phone no. calls. <laughs> um Guardians of the Galaxy
0: makes perfect sense. I mean, they've already dealt w- they've already dealt with uh going in nowhere's head, which was a dead celestial from the first uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm hmm. Um so, yeah, that makes sense. In the comic books, there were a few Eternals that were members of the Avengers, like Cersei and Gilgamesh and Starfox, Fox, um, who was an Eternal, who happens to be um, Thanos' brother, uh, if they ever make mention of him. Um, but I'm trying to think, just in general, like, you know, Eternals who were in the comic books that were members of the Avengers. So, we'll see what happens
1: yeah so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting I, I think I definitely look forward to what's to come if you know when they when they decide to do the second version of Eternals mm. um it's an exciting movie you know now the, the diversity is there I loved seeing it mm. I love the fact that it was there you saw all different aspects of of, of diversity I mean mm. I know that some of the characters were switched in terms right. of genders right um ajax was a man
0: yeah it was a male
1: mm-hmm. now it's played by a woman who yeah. else was supposed to be a man
0: uh Macary. okay he's a male he's a male and, and he wasn't
1: deaf what about sprite
0: sprite was interesting sprite was a young boy i believe here and he seemed like a young girl
1: yeah but, but what do i have yeah. a feeling that's like a non-binary yeah exactly feeling exactly. That's you know what i'm the, saying that's, you can't really that's tell. The, right. And i'm thinking it's a girl yeah but well the they thing is kingo, her but as... kingo
0: mentioned that character as a she okay in the movie right so, and she acknowledges point. it too
1: mm-hmm. so okay which is, which is good which is interesting what about um the crete the one that was was able to come up with the inven- inventions
0: no he's a male face'
1: yeah but i was trying to figure out like with him with his character mm-hmm. they made his character with a family that happens to be gay right that was different that um was different. if if people find a problem with that mm-hmm. i don't know what to say i think it was done in a great way mm-hmm. you know Mm -hmm. it's just a family Mm -hmm. he's saying goodbye yeah and he's moving you know he has to do what he has to do Mm -hmm. you know he has a son Mm -hmm. and i thought it was done you know it was exactly you know i thought it was done really well um but there's been you know mentions of people having issues with that right and don't watch it then
0: well, <laughs> I'm
1: sorry to say,
0: don't watch it then. Well, look, look again, people are entitled to their own opinion. Um, I what I liked about it is that I don't feel that it was. You may have those that believe that this may have been force fed or pushed upon us songs for first. I did not get. I that didn't get impression that feeling. There
1: at are all. times where I'm watching a show, you know, right. and. Their first agenda is to say, oh, we have right. this, this, and character, that. Right. You know, character that happens to be gay, and this mm-hmm. is and that, and then the the whole show revolves on the around the fact that this character is gay. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're trying to make it seem to something else. Mm-hmm. It's a long story, but mm-hmm. that's not what was given to us in this movie. It was mm-hmm. just he has a family. He gave up on humanity. Mm-hmm. And, and please re- remind me of his name again. Fesos. Fistos. Festos. So he gave up on humanity. He was like, fuck this, I'm out. And he found his love for humanity again right. because of his family.
0: Right. Yeah. You know?
1: And, you know, his husband and son. Mm. And it was beautiful. And his yeah. own husband's like, you need to go figure this shit out. Yeah. You know? Because like he wasn't right going to go. Like yeah. Right now. Exactly. <laughs> R.A.T. now. Yeah. R.A.T. now. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> so, Yeah. But that was that was done. It was it was gorgeous. It was good.
0: It was good. good. I can't wait for a part two. I hope they do work on up for a part two. Uh, let them get started on it right away. Um, very deep movie. Very intellectual, intellectual movie. Um,
1: it almost reminded me of um, how Super Surfer was the harem of Galactus, Galactus. Okay. And I feel like the Eternals was kind of like the harem of the Celestials. The Herald. The Herald, excuse of, um, me. It's a harem. <laughs> oh, that's a bad way. Yeah. <laughs> the Herald of uh, the Celestials. Okay, okay. I can so, see that, yeah, sure. you know, I kind of got that feeling mm-hmm. coming from somebody who hasn't even read the comic books. I think, too, when to the they started... the a harem. <laughs>
0: I think when in the part of the movie where they were talking about the origins of the Eternals and the Demons and so on and so forth, and the whole thing with the Celestials, that it was getting ready to open up certain things within the MCU, mm-hmm. like you know, being they there, sort of like playing the scenes, the seeds, excuse me, of other possibilities. Maybe I don't know mutants that may be coming. Oh, I am about. so
1: tired I, of hearing it, the mutant strain. Like look, it's, it's going to
0: happen. It's going to happen.
1: It okay. Happen. And when it happens. Great. I will you will hear me scream, finally We all will. We all will. But it's just the fact that people keep going back to that. We're not there yet. Marvel's not gonna give us that yet. Move the fuck on until they decide to drop it. Like you know. It's going to drop. Okay. We all know it's going to drop eventually, <laughs> yeah. but it's not here. So I let's know. not concentrate on that. But would you at least
0: agree that they left that possibility? It may never happen. It may not happen. In what that, way? In this movie? It might not happen. Yeah. In it what might way? Not, it might not happen. But do you think they sort of like planted see the seeds of saying that, um, well, here's what they did do. They've definitely expanded the whole MCU universe. Okay, no, you
1: no, you're moving no, away no, hang on, hang from the on. thing. In, in what thinking, way did they happen to give a nod or something to mutants in this I didn't movie? Say,
0: I didn't say no. Nah. I'm not saying not. Nah. I'm saying that is it possible that they may have planted the seeds to the possibility of saying that you know maybe further down the line that we may see mutants. No. With the whole hang on with the whole thing of the origin of no. the Celestials. No. Being on wait being with this celestial that was in earth on the ground right in earth on the ground let's just say for the sake of whatever all the parasites that was inside of this um celestial comes up no you know through okay fine no you just want to shut me down
1: no i don't want to shut you down i'm just saying that you know Mm -hmm. your argument doesn't hold water okay like this, in no way, shape, or form, gave a wink, a nod, a seed of anything when it comes to the mutants. Okay. The mutants are non existent in this movie. They do not exist. They're not here. It's not a theory. There's nothing that indicates anything whatsoever oh, the to the mutants. Okay. And that's that. Okay. I am so fucking tired. And this <laughs> is not just, and I'm not saying no, no, you, I baby. Know, I'm not saying Everyone you. Else, but I'm people. so fucking tired of hearing the mutants, the mutants, mm-hmm. the mutants, mm-hmm. the mutants they're not gonna fucking give it to us until they're good and damn ready right it's just not gonna happen i could see the fantastic four coming out first before they even mention anything about the mutants Um,
0: i could see that too but it doesn't mean that they won't make they won't have any type of
1: connection with this movie this particular movie yeah the one that we just saw yeah the eternals Mm -hmm. no
0: okay
1: there's no connection whatsoever there's no connection you're here saying that a parasite from a possible celestial that was inside yeah. Earth mm-hmm. somehow contaminated someone, that contaminated mm-hmm. someone else, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden there's a mutant. It may happen. Hell's no. Okay. You, sir, a reader of comic books, could mm-hmm. have come up with a better fucking story than that. I'm just basing
0: on the comic books that I've read. So we shall Do they
1: make nod or mention or seed or anything when it comes to the Eternals and mutants? Yes. In what way? Exactly Talk how closer I just, to the mic. And
0: exactly how I just mentioned.
1: What a parasite crawled up somebody's uh, ass and then became well, a mutant. Stop!
0: Stop! Stop! Now, be be easy. They're okay. just saying that when the Celestials created the Deviants and the Eternals and man, that they laid the grounds, the possibility of other things that had sprout, that had the de- derived from this as well. They also gave us the Kree. They also gave us the inhuman I could they see the Inhumans. Wins. Wait! 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 They also gave us mutants as well, so that's so the Celestials
1: gave us mutants, in a sense. No, the Celestial gave us mutants. Don't tell me in a sense, not
0: directly. But this is what I'm trying to say. Like the Celestials that that sleeping Celestial that was in the Earth for millions and millions and millions of years and whatnot, things did evolve off of of that Celestial. That gave rise to other beings. Let's just say. So, so in the comic is, uh,
1: book, when this celestial does this celestial rise in the comic book? No. Okay. So, how do they know about the celestial?
0: Because they were told by that was planted the, oh, on Earth. They were told by the other Celestials and the Eternals, and so on and so forth.
1: So, how does this celestial end up giving a a cootie that created a? Because, <laughs> a like mutant. I
0: said, they were parasites. Because if it's. Uh, the whole idea it has to do with evolution, in a sense, for the most part. Mm-hmm. That's basically what that's basically what it boils down to. And we're kind of like deviating away from what we were originally going to do with regards to talking about
1: the Eternals movie. We're still talking about um, the Eternals movie. It was you that decided to bring up mutants. Yeah, it's, no, it's I, a, it's I'm, a, it's I'm a constant up the, conversation. Uh, no,
0: I understand, and I can tell how upset you are. But I'm just saying that I'm just leaving it open to the possibility, and you are just shutting it down. But we're going to see and maybe let's say 10 years what happens when they do bring me? but that's mutants? not
1: but that's the thing everyone keeps going towards the mutants with every new thing that mm-hmm. comes out whether it be on Disney Plus with their shows mm-hmm. whether it be a new movie that's coming out or mm-hmm. whatever they always tend to like you know wink at the fact and it's this is not even Disney or Marvel winking at the fact of of mutants this right. is just people that are giving their you know break the breakdowns and stuff like that they tend mm-hmm. to always wink at mm-hmm. mutants and I'm like which is fine I'm not saying it's not fine. I'm just saying that it's a tired argument. Okay. It's a tired argument. It's a constant thing that I'm always hearing. That, I'm like, listen, I know we all want mutants to be here. But if they want to do it right, then let them take their time and do it when they're ready. And they
0: will. I'm not rushing them. I want them to take their time. I'm not expecting, like, because the Eternals movie came out, I'm not suggesting that the next movie is going to be an X, you know, an X-Men related or mutant related movie. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that is there a possibility that this may have opened the seeds, to, you know, that did, did, excuse me, did these seeds open up the possibility of something with regarding to mutant? That's all that I'm asking.
1: In this particular movie, there was nothing that indicated that. Okay. And now silence. And that's that. Okay. (laughs) That's the whole thing about this, you know. Mm -hmm. We have two different point of views. Yeah, you know. And it's just to to hear the constant thing. And I'm not saying you. It's not coming constantly from you. Mm -hmm. It's just all the stuff that I've seen. You know, I have to because I'm not. You know, savvy to what's going on in the comic books and stuff like that. I have to look up information from other places Mm. just so I know what the heck is going on. Mm. And it's just a constant word vomit of mutant that keeps popping up. And I'm like, get a better theory. Okay. You know? Right. So, you know, not everything points to the M you know it's just right. like it's always the same thing oh mutants are gonna come from this mutants are gonna come from this they were coming I mean with WandaVision that's all you fucking heard mm-hmm. was mutants 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 and right. it's just like but you can
0: understand that though not for nothing with mutant because in the comic book lore she is a mutant
1: right but that's so, not what she is here
0: yeah well, I, I have a feeling they're going to like re uh they're gonna sort of like change that when it, that happens I, in I, the I,
1: way, I a way I feel like they kind of did in the show though mhm and I know we're going away from from the eternals no at this fine. point, but they kind of did in the show mm-hmm. because when they were like, oh well, it wasn't the the um the experimentation that actually made you survive mm-hmm. when you were you know looking at the bomb for three days, mm-hmm. you know when the when the yeah. stark bomb ended mm-hmm. up crashing into their their living room, mm-hmm. basically, it wasn't by chance that it didn't explode it was her. Yeah. Right, admitting something that stopped it from exploding. Mm -hmm. So that was a possible wink. I have to admit Mm -hmm. to the whole mutant thing. Okay, but then they they chalked it up to her being a witch, right? You know, and that that's the reason why she was able to survive all the trials that would that you know that was being done to her, all the experimentation that was done to her through the the stones. Mm -hmm. So yeah.
0: If you were to rate the movie, however, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you give it?
1: I think I would give it an 8.
0: Wow. Very good. Okay. Very good. I would have given it a... I would have. I will give it a 7.5, maybe 7.7 for me. Mm. Um. Again, this is such a difficult movie, I feel, to make with all the characters. And let's and I think you mentioned this earlier. Let's not uh, forget that we are getting ten new original characters and to try to give each one of them an origin story within a two hour, whatever, thirty minute time frame is it's very hard. difficult mm-hmm. to do. And then, and then she keep does it interesting it, but, too. And keep it interesting on top of the overall, you know, story, you know, plot of the story, on top of this massive universe that they've really opened up to that they've really opened up is um it's incredible i think she did a good job i say 7.7 because yes at times um i don't know if with me the negatives i would say was i don't know if it's the pacing of it because there are times where I, i don't i i don't know how i feel about the back and forth i really don't mind because i guess it had to be done in the way that it that it that it did um but there are times where, when I say pacing, that this you know there's a, there are certain scenes where I'm anticipating something great to happen, and I get like, oh okay, hold on, let me just slow down a bit, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know that ha- that happens from time to time throughout the movie. So in that sense, that part of pacing, pacing, uh, I didn't feel, I I didn't like too much. Um, but again, thinking about how the comic book is and how you know. Difficult, I believe this would have been to make. I think she did a great job. I don't, th- I don't know if anyone else could have done a better job in regards to directing this movie. Um, and I think it was really, really, really good. I really do. Mm. I really do. And I think this is going to be. I mean, this could have been really the start of Phase Four, if if Marvel would have like recalibrated or restructured the whole movie sequence. Mm-hmm. This could have easily been right after. Avengers Endgame Mm -hmm. possibly and then they could have gone on to the other movies Spider-Man Black Widow so on and so forth but Mm -hmm. that's my opinion
1: no I I would have to agree with with what you said in terms of um, making it I think it's the anticipation
0: yeah yeah
1: you know you're anticipating some kind of conclusion or some time or some kind of of like okay we finally see the Mm -hmm, bigger mm -hmm, picture mm -hmm. And it was this the whole movie was an introduction
0: yeah yeah
1: you know it mm-hmm. was a total introduction it made sense you know yeah. The it, it was well written and stuff like that but it was like when you you want to see a particular character which we all know who the character is right. um, black knight
0: mm-hmm
1: very good we I was waiting to see when Black Knight is going to pop out. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about Black Knight. I mm-hmm. know about it because you mentioned him mm-hmm. um, to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, is he going to come out?
0: He was also an Avenger as well.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. And it was like, what's going on? Right, right. So there, there was a lot of that, mm-hmm. you know. And, exactly. and I do I do feel that sense of, you know, anticipation, Patience. patience. <laughs> you know, that's just like... We're we gonna get what we want to get. Right, right. You know? Right. So yeah, I, I have to agree with you there. hmm Yeah. So anything else you want to bring up in terms of the Eternals? I think that's
0: pretty much it. I mean, we've I've talked about how I felt about it. I'm glad to hear what your thoughts were as a person who hasn't read the comics. It's really interesting. Um, it's funny, I do agree with some of the things that you said about the Eternals. Uh, and if I mean well done. Well done. Well done. Mm. Well done. Very hard movie to produce and film, but well done.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Can't wait to see it, you know, on the uh, streaming. streaming. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, OK, so I'm just going to re- jump into a, a small topic sure. real quick. Um, about last week or so. Um, actually, let me start off by saying this cosplay. Right, mm-hmm. I have the utmost respect for people that create cosplay, mm-hmm. and that's because they have to learn how to be costume designers from scratch. right They learn this craft on their own, they're making these costumes on their own, you know with their two hands and learning how to sew learn learning how to even do you know electric work to make things light up, mm-hmm. learning how to do all these things, you know sculpt, mm-hmm. mask. 3d printing right. everything and with this when you ask someone to for a commission when you ask someone to create something for you you have to take into account that it'll take time you have to take right. into account that the heart their hard work and it does cost money yes yeah. you know exactly. so when I go and I decide to ask someone to make something I take all of these aspects into account mm-hmm. their hard work how long it takes how much money is going to cost and I understand that there's no price tag on on the labor you right, know because right. it's a lot of work and they're mm-hmm. doing it on their own and it's going to take them some time right. I get that when I ask a series of questions and I'm going to jump into a situation that happened to me about two weeks ago because mm-hmm. um, I, didn't, I didn't get a chance to do we didn't get a chance to do a podcast right. I had a situation with someone that would, that would create um, Harry Potter robes mm-hmm. And I wanted to purchase something uh, for Halloween. Now, anything that any costume that you be that's being purchased th- throughout the month of October, it's a busy season for right. these creators, these people that are working with their with their two hands. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's their busy season. This is their Super Bowl season. Yeah. You know, I ended up purchasing two robes from a particular vendor mm-hmm. on Etsy mm-hmm. with the fact that I contacted this seller um, you know ahead of time before I made the purchase how long would it take for you to make these robes Uh, will it be ready by this time how much money would it cost Mm -hmm. for me to get it in my size Mm -hmm. and all these things and the person completely uh, said yes to everything you'll get it you'll get it you'll get it you'll get it yes 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 and I'm like okay I'm going to place the order. I placed the order. The person get, kept giving me excuses, pushing back the date, pushing back the date. I contacted them and I asked them, listen, how long is it going to take? And you you pushed back the date and shipping. You did this. You know, they kept, you know, giving me excuses and saying, no worry, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. Mm. They had every opportunity to tell me, listen, it's a busy season. I can't guarantee that you're going to get it. But they didn't. They kept promising me that I was going to get it in time. Mm. Come another week, the week of Halloween, I contacted them again. Listen, you told me I was going to get it.
0: And just so we're clear, like how much time did you give them?
1: I placed the order October 5th. October 5th, they had an entire month, which I asked them before I placed the order, are you capable of doing this? Because if not then I just would have purchased mine. Because I also purchased my robe and a friend's robe. Mm-hmm. And if they weren't, you know, if they couldn't do it, i like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to purchase my robe. Mm-hmm. I'll get it whenever she's done. Whenever the person is done. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is what it is. Right. right? Because I'm like, I want the robe. But uh, that's not what was said. They said that they can definitely give it to me. Or ha- have it ready for me by this time. And to the point where the person promised me that they were going to express ship it Mm -hmm. so I could get it in time great no problem but here's the thing Um, I never got it you know and when the person when I asked them what's going on they gave me the reason that um, their husband and father-in-law were in a car crash Mm -hmm. their mother-in-law has Alzheimer's and the person that I ordered it from is in charge of the estate Mm-hmm. And all these things happened. But what she didn't realize was I did my research mm-hmm. on the seller, and she gave a similar story to someone else saying that her husband had died mm-hmm. in February. Mm-hmm. And they're telling one person that their husband has died, and telling me that they were in a car accident, and her husband's in the ICU. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, her husband resurrected. And then, mm-hmm. <laughs> do, you, do you get what I'm saying? So at this point, now you're lying. Mm-hmm. Now you're lying to me. You're saying that, and then you're t- telling me that it's partially made. The week of Halloween is partially made. Right. So she's giving people who create cosplay a bad name. Mm-hmm. She's a bad seller. Mm-hmm. She should not be in this business if you cannot handle the business. Mm-hmm. You know you're lying to people, you're taking people's money, you're giving them a sob story that is not true, and then you're giving me trouble giving me back my money, which I had to fight for
0: right.
1: and then I have proof I have all the receipts, all the conversations going back and forth with this person in which I'm planning on you know making a uh, a case right. with with Etsy, but it's like don't do that, mm. don't do that because you're taking people's love of the fandom and you're corrupting it or you're using it against them to get them excited to to buy this because I'm a huge Harry Potter fan, you know, and I'm like okay, I definitely, I'm willing to do, you know, in a smart way of course, you know, I'm willing to do what's necessary to get the stuff that I want for for Harry Potter and I just started doing my collections for Harry Potter, you know, and I'm like okay this would be great, I could use this for the next year's Comic Con, I I had all these things in mind and this woman just completely popped that bubble all because she was trying to be greedy and she's trying to take people's money and she's using really bad excuses mm. you know if she's if, <laughs> she, if she's really married and she's like saying all these things about her husband you're giving him bad juju man like mm. you're telling you're telling people that he was in the car crash that he died he didn't die he's in the icu that's not good mm. you know it's, it's kind of bad so you know I'm not going to put this person on blast. I'm not going to say her company's name. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's a female. So that's as much as I can say, Mm -hmm. or as much as I'm willing to say, Mm -hmm. but you know, you, you, you fucking up cosplay. Mm -hmm. Like you don't do that. Don't do that. You're giving people that actually work hard and do a phenomenal job. And to, and this is what people love to do. And you're abusing that, you know, do better do fucking better. You know, and I was so close. I'm talking about microscopically close to putting mm-hmm. her ass on blast. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I'm taking everything in my power not to do that. Mm-hmm. But it's like, God damn, don't do that to people because you're taking their hard-earned money because I worked hard for my fucking money sure, yeah. and you're giving me a sob-ass bullshit story and that's not cool. Mm-hmm. You know, so to anyone out there that's that does cosplay or that's, you know, you m- know, so fucking talented because there's so many people out there that are talented with cosplay and i look up to them in every way if you know how to do a harry potter (laughs) robe, and you are on a platform like etsy or ebay that can not only protect the buyer but also the seller um you know hit us up at 527 underground on on instagram and let me know that you're capable of doing this Incredible fucking work, mm-hmm. you know, I'm willing to see what it is that you guys have and see if it's, you know, if 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 I can afford it, of course, because right. I can't I want to say see if it's worth it. No, mm-hmm. if I can afford it sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, let me know if there's any Harry Potter fans out there that can do robes in my fluffy size, hmm. you know, hit me up, please. <laughs> I'm desperately looking for a Ravenclaw fluffy size robe. You know, okay, for next year's Comic because I want to dress up as freaking Ravenclaw, man. And you should. And I was gonna force you to dress up as a Slytherin, okay? Because you're Slytherin house, you know, Slytherin whatever. But you know, I wanted us to go down, you know, next year's Comic Con, God willing, you know, (laughs) and and do uh, you know, one of the days that we dress up as a Hogwarts student and stuff like that. It'd be mad cool. Okay. But she burst my bubble, (laughs) and I'm sad.
0: I'm sorry about that, but I think we will. I think we'll take care of that really soon hopefully we can find a costume for you
1: <laughs> a robe for you i think
0: we will i think we will.
1: it's a simple thing
0: it's a simple that i right? can't make <laughs>
1: i'm to the point where i'm like you know what i'm gonna have to learn how to sew buy the stuff myself and create in my goddamn self because uh, obviously no one's helping me here so yeah <laughs> and there you have it <laughs> and there you have it so yeah that's pretty much it there you go there you
0: go so pretty much a fun-filled or uh, filling uh, podcast for today. We want to thank everyone out here for listening to our podcast. You can always follow us at 527 Underground at Instagram, (laughs) along with Facebook. I was telling Maria the other day that we should, they should have another platform, a social media platform called Not Twitter. <laughs> and that's where we would be at, right? <laughs> so, yeah. Where else can they follow us at? Uh, at
1: 527 Underground on YouTube. YouTube. I recently made a video um, talking about an unboxing for the Wizarding World, mm. um, excuse me, Wizarding Trunk. Right subscription box which is the first time i ever made a subscribe uh, uh unboxing yeah. and the first time i ever signed up for a subscription box that has to do with harry potter nice so i was very excited about that and i made a whole video about it about what was in my first subscription box and um please you know take a look at it
0: that is, that is it and there you have it you <laughs> so have again it. we uh, love you all thank you so much for listening to our show and we'll speak to you guys soon All right, have a good one.